a special Here's Johnny's podcast. This was supposed to be December to Remember Christmas Evil, but since I saw Star Wars Episode 7, A Force Awakens, last night out of the blue, I decided to do this instead. So, I will have to do Christmas Evil next week, so stay tuned for that one. Hmm. Anyway, I should do the cast. First up, we have Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, Kerry Fisher, Alec Guinness, David Prowse. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong movie. A little joke there. Hey, the real cast now: Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Andy Serkis, Anthony Daniels, Max von Sydow, Peter Mayhew, Gwendolyn Christie, and Mark Hamill. Well, what can I say about this? This thing has more than a few surprises. But before I unleash the surprises. I should say to you, this is going to be a full spoiler review, so you have been warned. Okay, here we go. The first surprise this movie gave me was there is no House of the Mouse logo. Yes, there's no Disney logo. Yes, fans, don't lose your shit. This has not been Disneyfied. This is a full-on badass movie. However, the other thing I have noticed is this is a solid good movie, but it is not I repeat, not a masterpiece as other people are losing their shit over this, seeing this movie several times in one week or one day if possible. Another thing I've noticed about this the, the surprise thing is there is no memorable music on this soundtrack, it's just the same classic John Williams score. Hmm. Even this prequels had Jewels of Fate. Anyway, on to the movie itself. First, I should mention a very quick plot. The plot is, the Rebellion have a map to where Luke Skywalker is hidden because he he was missing for about 15 or so years as it's said in the movie and it is down to the Empire oh sorry not the Empire the First Order as they're now renamed um, down to find him so they chase down a, a new hotshot pilot Poe Damion who has the last piece of the puzzle where Luke actually is hiding he is in his BB-8 unit I should say that he quickly gets captured by Kylo Ren and is tortured. However, a good-hearted stormtrooper played by John Bioga, who is renamed Finn, helps him escape and the two of them escape spectacularly with a TIE fighter, which is shot down and crash lands on the planet. And this is where BB-8 meets Rhea, played by Daisy Ridley. And it's down to her and Finn to get BB-8 to the Rebellion and find out where Luke has been hiding for the past 15 or so years. Basically, that's the whole plot of the movie. Anyway, on to Kylo Ren. He is such a little whiny, temperamental little brat in this movie. Unlike his grandfather, I'm guessing, because he's pretty much the same as he is in Attack of the Clones. Ah yes, and Kylo Ren, I should say, is Han Solo and Princess Leia's kid. He also kills his father. Yes, folks, Han Solo gets killed. Major spoiler alert. I should say that Kylo Ren has been under the power of the Great One, Snook, who I'm thinking is the Emperor, because he's basically a gigantic hologram of a creature with a very scarred face, so I'm guessing it's the Emperor. He calls him the first, so I'm not sure if it's Emperor or not, but anyway. Ah yes, BB-8 is super annoying. I guess he's supposed to be a kiddie-friendly R2-D2 or another R2-D2 clone. 
But I found it super annoying after about 20 or so minutes. But maybe that's just me, because the kids in the audience were going, Dad, can you get me one for Christmas? So, yes, it's it's what has been sold. Outline and sinker. But anyway, back to the, the movie. Rhea is a mix of Han and Leia. She has Leia's haircut, pretty much, and Leia's dress sense, pretty much. But is a badass pilot, scrappy little engineer, scavenger type person. Because she was dumped on the planet Jawa, I believe it is, or Jabwa, um, when she was a little baby, or a little kid, rather. And her origins are left a mystery to be unravelled in, in later movies, I'm guessing. Rhea is a total badass in this, with her little bow staff, which is made out of metal, and not electrified as it shows you in a, one of the posters, which is weird, but anyway. She's also given a blaster about halfway through the movie by Han Solo and never fired a gun in her life, yet she's a crack shot at it. Hmm, interesting. She makes you wonder if she's actually a Jedi or very Force sensitive, which is actually true because she has Force nightmares and stuff. And She also has Force powers, extremely strong Force powers. The Force powers she has are out of complete left field. She discovers about halfway through a movie that the Force is real, Jedis are real, Sith are real, and all of a sudden she has Force powers, she can mind control people, she can swing a lightsaber, there's no business, she is a crack shot as I said earlier, so what? what is this, was she trained, because it just shows you her getting dumped on a planet when she's a little kid, maybe three years old, she has a nightmare about Luke, and various other things, so what is she? Is she Luke's daughter? Is she Leia's daughter? I have no idea. Mm. But yeah, she has far too much power, far too fast. Oh yes, she actually takes down Kylo Ren very easily, I, I thought. I mean, they have a lightsaber battle and she puts him down fairly swiftly. I mean, she, I think, cuts his hand off and he basically gets beaten very fast because, as I said earlier, Kylo is a very bratty little, vicious little kid, you know? I mean, he's a bratty little teenager. Oggs one's doing hissy fits and such, and he does nothing but destroy equipment with his lightsaber. And this brings me on to the planet killer, the aka the gigantic Death Star, 20 times the size of Death Star that is stated in the movie, which is a ridiculous thing. It's built into a planet which sucks energy from the sun. Okay then. Uh, this thing is far too easily destroyed. It's basically like a, an Xbox video game where you have TIE fighters flying down trenches, blowing up guns, blowing up parts of the, the shielding and stuff like that, and then blows up fully. It is very, very video gamey. However, in saying that, the action sequences are quite good. A lot of the stuff is actual real effects, practical effects. However, in saying that, the CG that they use in it is very noticeable. The one or two characters that are CG are sticking like a sore thumb. Such as the, the new Yoda of the movie, Maz Kanta, Kantiana, I pronounce the thing, is very noticeable, very CG, it's very fake looking. Um, I don't know why they're going to use a practical effects for that one. What else can I mention about this thing? Oh yes, as I said earlier, Han Solo gets killed at the hands of Kylo. Yes, it is a very bitch way he gets killed, where Han faces him off on a long catwalk and basically says, Ben, son, and this makes Kylo take his mask off and the two of them are face to face and he asks his father, can you help me do this ultimate choice? Where he swiftly kills him by sticking his lightsaber through his gut and throwing him to his death, or dizzy. 
Hmm. Oh, yes. I should mention the quote-unquote badass new female captain. She does absolutely nothing in this movie. Her captain, Fazima, her name is... She does nothing in this movie. She was supposed to be this great badass, yes, the silver armoured stormtrooper with Boba Fett's blaster. But she does nothing in this movie. All she does is boss around Finn and get captured by Finn and Han to raise the shield, sorry, lower the shields. I mean, she's absolutely nothing in this movie. I don't get why she's such a badass character in this movie, but moving on. Maybe she'll be the new Boba Fett. After all, he does pretty much nothing in the movies he's in, so, hmm. Let me see. Oh yes, one thing I will say is Finn is a complete and utter coward in this movie for about two thirds of the movie and then all of a sudden he becomes a badass picking up blasters and picking up lightsabers and shooting people dead. He is a former stormtrooper and he's a crack shot. Hmm, interesting. Bouncy, he picks a lightsaber up and does a fight with Kylo Ren but Kylo swiftly maims him quite badly and he's out of the, the action. I should say that Luke is hardly in this movie. In fact, he's in it for maybe 10 minutes tops, which is why he isn't in the trailer or the poster, because there's barely any footage of it. And if they used the footage of it, it would have spoiled his entire five-minute cameo. What I should say about Luke is he is on a very Earth-like planet when they finally found him at the end of the bloody movie. What I should also thing I should say is I hated Kyle Ren's lightsaber, that ridiculous broadsword-looking lightsaber which does absolutely nothing in combat. I mean, he swings it around like a spoiled little brat. He's supposed to be the super-trained Jedi, now Sith Lord, um, trained by the Supreme Leader, Snook. But he swings it around like a spoiled little brat. I mean, I hate this new lightsaber. Oh yes, and I should say, look, Finn has well too much information out of the blue for a sanitation worker. I kid you not, a sanitation worker, a.k.a. a janitor. He knows about the shields, he knows where the place is, he knows what exactly what reactor to hit, where to put the bombs, and blah 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 blah. He knows far too much about this new Death Star, which it, it asked me, is J.J. Abrahams trolling us fans with this one? I mean, the great king of the nerds, J.J. Abrahams, which I'm sorry, he does not deserve that title. I didn't like anything he done. Well, scratch that, I liked one thing he does, did, well, but... I hated Alias. It was good for the start, but it went completely off the rails at the end of it. I hated Lost. The whole, are they dead? Are they not dead? No, 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 they're not dead. They're, they're really alive. No, they're dead. No, they're not dead. No, they're not dead. Nonsense. And I hated Cloverfield. It was a Godzilla ripoff. I also hated the new Star Trek movie. It was far too fast. They should have calmed it down a little bit. Instead of being super on edge all the time. However, I did like Into Darkness, so I'll give them that one, I suppose. But the King of the Nerds? Mm, no, no, no. I'm guessing that one goes to Josh Wheaton. Hey. Uh, what should I say about this one? Um, Chewie gets shot in the shoulder. Ten minutes later, he's perfectly fine. Hmm. Uh, R2-D2 is turned himself off since Luke has run away. Hmm. He's put himself on low power mode. Then he suddenly springs back to life. Oh yes, there's a minute where Leia actually feels Han Solo's death. So is she Force-sensitive now? Hmm. Oh yes, the one thing I found really, really, really annoying about this movie is it was so desperate to be liked. It was so, you loved Star Wars, therefore you loved A New Hope, therefore you loved this bit. Do you remember this one? This is the Millennium Falcon. Yes, the Millennium Falcon was back in it, yay! The, oh my god, we're going to plot the, the Death Star again? Come on, give me something new, something original, something fresh. Come on, Abrahams, give me something fresh. I get this is a nostalgia kick, but come on, nostalgia overload for a nearly two and a half hour movie? Come on. 
what else did I like about this? I didn't like about this movie was nothing, to be honest. I mean, apart from these little nitpicky things, I liked the fact that he hardly used any CG. It was all practical effects. However, the CG did, as I say, is, is a bit off, but eh. What I did like about this movie is this is a solid movie, but it's not a masterpiece. But unlike as I said earlier, unlike people are saying this thing's the greatest thing since sliced bread, eh, maybe not. But then what do you know? This movie's got more money than God, so hey ho. But anyway, this pretty much wraps up my quickie, spoiler-filled review of Force Awakens. I may actually do another one when the blurry hits, so keep your ears peeled for that one. Anyway, don't forget to follow me on Here's John's Pod and email me suggestions for movies I should do at Here's John's Reviews at gmail.com. Anyway, may the Force be with you. Bye.